welcome to another episode of Expressions of Podcast. We're on episode number 34. Super exciting. And today we have an amazing guest on uh, this week. Uh, we have Finuska. Uh, she's a digital creator uh, in uh, makeup and fashion. Uh, she has over 200,000 followers on Instagram and over 8,000 subscribers on YouTube um, for her fashion and makeup content. Um, so it's really, really amazing stuff. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Finuska actually in person at Henry's um, while she was doing some promotional material there and uh, she was gracious enough to um, agree to be a guest on the show so I'm super excited today um, but before we get into the podcast uh, I just wanted to say hi to my co-hosts here uh, how are you doing Brian awesome actually uh, it's been an interesting week but today I saw the first snowy owls of the year so oh. it was very exciting for me I went out for my drive to my normal spot and I was using this borrowed 60 to 600 Sigma lens. Thank you very much, Gentech. Um, and I got some really bad photos because it was so far away, but I saw it and I'm happy. So that, that always makes my week better. That's awesome. I mean, 60 to 600 is already a pretty long lens. Yeah. Yeah. On a crop but... sensor, on the crop, additional crop mode, it was still like zoom, zoom, zoom on the screen to see it. So it was, oh, it was way out in the field. It was just a little white speck. And I thought, I wonder if that's an owl. Sure enough, that's what it was. That's awesome. That's awesome. And little how about you, Mark? Uh, doing doing well. Had an excellent week. My uh, my honeydew list got a little bit shorter on the weekend. I got uh, a lot of great little projects done around the house. Uh, you know, safety first. I put uh, four brand new smoke detectors up yesterday. So that was cool. And amongst other other tasks. So I, ha I had a really, uh, really accomplished day yesterday. And I, I really feel good about all the work I got done around the place. So um, awesome. and for Thunder Bay, we have uh, no snow. So that's kind of awesome. We got <laughs> snow here today. Yeah, yep. there's a little bit, but you can see it's more grass than snow out there. So, mm -hmm. yeah. All right. So, uh, Thanuska, thanks so much for being on um, uh, the show. I really, really appreciate it. Um, how are you doing today, by the way? Um, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. Um, I'm doing good. It's unfortunately snowing. Uh, I think it stopped, actually. So it's getting really cold. Um, I usually do like winter, but I don't know what it is this year. I've just been really enjoying summer and the hot weather that I'm not ready yet. But um, yeah, otherwise I'm doing I'm doing well, keeping busy with work, and actually just got back from a short trip to Niagara, so just kind of getting back settled in, getting back to doing work. So going good. Awesome, awesome. Um, so uh, thank you again for being on. Um, uh, I did kind of give a little quick intro on what you, what it is you do. You're a digital creator um, mm -hmm. in fashion and makeup uh, content creation. You have a lot of content on Instagram um, that I've seen, but also quite a bit of content on YouTube as well. Um, so uh, kind of before we get into our regular questions, uh, could you give our audience a little bit of a description of like what it is you do um, and kind of like how you got into um, this uh, digital creator world? Yep. So I started content creation specifically on Instagram um, to start uh, three years ago. As of January, I think the fourth year is going to start. Um, honestly, it wasn't anything planned. Like I wasn't sitting there like, oh, I want to be an influencer today. Um, my boyfriend actually happens to be a videographer and he kind of, we both kind of started our career paths at the same time. So he kind of encouraged me like, oh, why don't you start 
putting out makeup tutorials because you're so good at doing makeup. And like, I've always been encouraged by people in my circle to start doing um, freelancing. So he kind of helped me shoot my first ever makeup tutorial and he kind of really forced me to post it on Instagram and YouTube. And it just did really well for the first video that I've ever posted. And there were a lot of people specifically in like my community, the South Asian community that were very um, happy to see uh, content coming from someone that looks like me of my skin color because you don't see many, at the time three years ago, you didn't really see many people that look like me posting that type of work. So that's kind of what motivated me to continue uh, pushing out content that was similar to that at that time. And then slowly as a year went by, I started getting brand deals, which I never even thought was even a thing. Like when I first started posting content, I didn't know people get paid to do this. Um, so when I started getting brand deals, that's when I realized, oh, okay, so this is how people do it full time. Um, so I don't know, ever since that, like it's, I've just kind of been going with the flow and taking whatever opportunity comes my way. Um, and I slowly started like this past year, as of, I want to say May, I started kind of venturing off into like IG reels. Like that's kind of what I focus on and just doing like transition videos and fun videos. And that's been doing really well for me. So that's kind of what I'm focusing on. Less, less of beauty now, more of fashion, more fun content that kind of keeps people entertained. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, when I met you the first time, uh, I kind of asked a, a little bit of how you got into makeup because I did see quite a bit of your makeup content. Yeah. And um, you also explained a little bit about how that connect, like creating videos and content um, in the makeup and fashion world um, uh, relates back to people in your culture who um, maybe uh, haven't seen content from someone um, mm -hmm. in it kind of from your culture. Um, I, I felt that that kind of relates back to how you kind of got into makeup. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I was just wondering if you could describe a little bit about that. Uh, yeah. So growing up, like I want to say in my it, especially speaking specifically about my family I have two siblings I am the deeper skin tone girl in my family and so anytime I've gotten my makeup done for something people artists back then had this tendency to want to make my skin look a lot lighter than it is and it's not just me you'll hear this story from many people that are either my skin tone or darker we've been through very traumatizing experiences looking like a ghost um, and that's just what it was like, there's this whole beauty standard of, oh, um, the fairer you are, the more beautiful you are. And so, and that's still a thing till this day, which is crazy, but that's kind of what motivated me to continue doing what I'm doing. Um, and that's also why I learned how to do my own makeup because no one else can do my makeup better than I can. So that's kind of what, like I said, motivated me to continue pushing out that type of content. and. Till this day that's why i keep doing what i'm doing because i want to be that kind of role model for younger girls and boys um to kind of embrace their skin and love the skin that they were born in because that's something that i had a hard time doing when i was younger because i used to always get bullied so yeah yeah no that, that's really amazing um you also mentioned that uh you uh, uh when you were younger you started uh doing uh cultural dancing mm -hmm. um uh i think 
uh, your mother kind of encouraged you to do that. Um, And in that, that's kind of, you had to do makeup for that. Um, And that that's how you started to learn. So um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about Mm -hmm. your experience doing uh, the dancing and stuff as well. Yeah, so I was doing, um, it's called Bradhanadyam. I was doing that, uh, I started when I was six. Um, I stopped when I was in university just because I went to Waterloo for university and it was just really hard to commute and come back to classes. But um, yeah, so I was doing it for about 15 or 16 years. And every year or every other year we would have like an annual show or we do a performance. It's almost like, I wouldn't really call it a talent show, but um, so a show similar to that. And we had to pretty much dress up in like the attire that um, those dancers wear. So. I was always required to do my makeup. And so my mom would be the one that always used to do my hair and makeup. And there came a point where I just didn't like how she did it. So that's where I started to learn how to do my own makeup um, and learned about products. My mom actually also used to work at the Mac and Estee Lauder warehouse. So that's how I was first introduced to makeup. So she was actually the reason I even knew what makeup was. Um, So she would always bring back free makeup and me and my sister would always kind of go through and fight over it and then I started experimenting I was wearing makeup as young as the age of nine so it was always in my life and that's kind of like how I pursued it I never thought I would pursue makeup like I said it just so happened that it kind of like full circle came back into my life so that's really interesting um can I just ask uh, can you explain the culture itself like we've said the culture the culture can you explain uh where you're from and why uh what what this culture is so my parents, I was actually born here in Canada. So my parents are from uh, Sri Lanka. It's an island south, I want to say southeast. I've never been there. So um, I okay. have no it's, it's south of India. Um, a lot of people, when they see me, they think I'm Indian, but I'm not. Um, we are, uh, I am Sri Lankan. So, and uh, we speak, I speak Tamil. So okay. that's where we're from. And uh, our religion, we're Hindu. I'm Hindu. There's all, all sorts of religions there, but um, yeah. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I could, I now that I know where you're from and, and the mm-hmm. culture, uh, well, I know you're from Canada. You know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can visualize the dancing and I can visualize the outfits and the makeup. Yeah. So that, that helps me put that into context. Yeah. Um, one thing I have to ask though, mm-hmm. something that I'm a bit scared of in, mm-hmm. in the world of uh, business in general I've mm-hmm. been running a day trip or photo, teaching photography and so on for a number of years. Mm-hmm. But I've always been scared of hitting that plateau of success where you need to get help. You need to have somebody to come in and say, I'll do the business for you. You can focus on the creation and so on. Mm-hmm. Are you a one person show? Like, do you Are you in control of all your business and everything? Yeah. Or do you have people to help you with that? Because when you said uh, brand deals, my first thought is, did you need lawyers? Like, how does that work? And as the sole business person, maybe you can kind of clarify that a bit. So I am, I do work on my own. Um, it's, I want to say it's a good and bad thing. It's a good thing because obviously you have control over all of your decisions. You're not kept in the dark. Um, cause obviously in this industry, you can, um, you can get signed with agencies and you can have an agent, you can have a manager and things like that who will manage everything for you and take the workload workload off of you. And I have been approached by many agencies to sign with them, um, but it's just not something I'm comfortable with because I've just heard a lot of horror stories of just influencers being kept in the dark and not being aware of um, who they're, um, like they know the brand that they're working with, but 
when it comes time to, oh, okay, I want to move on from this agency, you lose contact um, with the brands that you've worked with. So you kind of won't be able to work with them again, kind of. Right, right. So um, I've heard, luckily for me, I've met industry friends who kind of educated me on the good and the bad of being in this industry. So I kind of made the decision for myself that right now I'm not ready to sign with anyone and I, I don't see myself signing with an agency. Um, they, thank you. They also take a good amount of your money. So for exactly. me personally, because I, I just can't, I, I just can't take in that thought of an agency taking money from your hard work. Like, obviously they're working hard too and helping you out and stuff, but it just, it just, does, to me, it doesn't make any sense. So I would rather do the work, but at the same time, the downfall of managing everything yourself is it is very overwhelming at times. For me, like I've been doing this for three years. My first year was easy. Second year started getting harder because I was taking on more opportunities. And this year, the workload was unbearable at times. Like I, I, I kind of like was not able to respond to emails because I just mentally could not handle having to sit on a computer for like eight hours a day and just respond to that many emails. So it does become overwhelming if you begin to procrastinate and um, are not managing your time. So I guess that's where a manager is beneficial but at the same time it's like for me i just don't think it's worth it and i just i like to take my breaks but yeah i don't know but well it makes sense though i mean why why pay somebody for something that you know you can do yourself exactly and it's right for me i want to learn how to manage my time properly and i i i it's for me it's not going to be a smooth ride so i'm just i'm learning now and i know in a year i'm going to be great so i'm just kind of learning but it does become hard sometimes. Like there, there will be moments where you kind of run into a little bit of issues with certain brands or people that you're working with, especially if you're not on time with responding. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's it's a it's a learning lesson. But yeah. Well, good for you. I mean, you've obviously done very well doing it for three years, and you're successful. It's your full time job. Thank so you. That says a lot about your how your strength and your your will to yeah. plow through and get it done. That's really yeah. impressive. Thank you so much. You're but I do, I do also get help from my uh, my partner. He, like I said, he's a videographer. So a lot of times he's actually helping me shoot. Um, not all my content, but he helps me shoot a lot of my brand uh, content. If if it requires a high quality video, then I'll ask him because he is a professional. So um, he does help me out a lot when it comes to the video t- um, videography and editing. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he appreciates doing that too. I mean, practice always helps, right? Doesn't yeah. matter how good you are. Getting more yeah. work in gives you more experience and helps you learn new sure. tricks. So I'm mm-hmm. sure it helps both of you. I don't know equally, but I'm yeah. sure it helps both of you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah that's uh, amazing. I was thinking that earlier when you mentioned that uh, uh, he kind of like was the one who motivated you in the mm-hmm. beginning to start making these videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's amazing mm-hmm. uh, in a both a business standpoint, like for your business as a digital creator, but yeah. also in like a, you know, relationship as well that you're able to kind of motivate and uh, help each other, uh, like mm-hmm. grow. Uh, yeah. in in your field so that's that's yeah. really awesome and i got the chance to meet him that day mm-hmm. uh nidin right yeah. i'm yeah. pronouncing that right okay yep. perfect uh as well and he was really awesome he had a whole bunch of really professional uh cinema camera gear uh that mm-hmm. day and i was like mm-hmm. whoa <laughs> um so 
yeah. I mean, coming from somebody who works at a camera store, mm-hmm. saying that as well. Uh, he, he had a lot of he had a lot of gear and a lot of experience. So it's very easy to geek out on gear. It really, really <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's cool. Like he's a lot of brands now are starting to reach out to work with the both of us because a lot of my content now that I post is with both of us in the content. Um, a lot of the videos, the reels that I post now are with both of us, like doing transitions and stuff. So it's been really cool to see that a lot of people now want to work with him as well. Um, and it's kind of eye opening for him, like, oh, okay, this is another way I can make money too. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's really fun. It's 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 a really cool experience being able to work with your partner. So that's yeah. great. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that is really neat. I, I've done um, <clears throat> in the, in the past. I was a, a photographer, sort of part time. Uh, uh, doing some things and I worked with uh, a couple of makeup artists especially when you're doing weddings and things mm-hmm. and it's it's not a, a very it's not a quick process and um, you very quickly find out that a a good makeup artist is worth their weight in gold when you're doing a shoot uh, yeah. because they'll know how to shoot for uh, like put on the makeup whether it be a wedding or whether it be a fashion shoot or something like mm-hmm. that so um, that's that's excellent that you've got the support of your partner as well in sure. in that in that venture as well. Yeah. So for for you, do you just do the content creation, or do you uh, do you um, like you've got sponsorships with obviously a few companies or, or several? Um, yeah. Do you do you work for anybody as well as a makeup artist or in sales or anything, or is it just? So I actually I just recently stopped freelancing. Um, so I, I was taking a lot of wedding clients and things like that while also doing the content creation on social media. But I actually stopped doing um, clients or I stopped taking because um, majority of my clients would be on weekends. So I would be working pretty much seven days a week. And for me, that became a little overwhelming and I just needed time to myself and just wanted to be able to spend time with my family and just uh, even just alone. So yeah. And I'm doing financially. I'm doing a lot better with the content creation than I was with the um, freelancing. So I just felt it was the time for me to stop. And it, for me, it was it became really exhausting as well because I don't know if it's like among every culture, but within the South Asian community, our weddings tend to happen early morning. So the brides would start getting ready as early as 12 a.m. And so it'd become really exhausting on our bodies. So for me, I just didn't think it was worth worth it anymore. So. I decided it was time to stop. Yeah, yeah once you I, see that seesaw tilt toward the the fun side of the world, yeah, just jump right on that and get to the fun side. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I have a I have a lot of respect for people who can do makeup and do makeup well. Like uh, being the only woman as a host on this podcast, I have little to no makeup skills uh like i can put on mascara i can put on like a basic just like one color eyeshadow mm-hmm. and i know how to put on lipstick but i do not know how to do the the contouring and the highlighting and the <laughs> shading with the eye uh, eye makeup it is really an art yeah. um and i can understand like a Recently, it was uh, one of my friend's weddings, and we got our done, our makeup done professionally. Um, and uh, uh, you know, it 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 really is an art. It, you're paint, you're basically painting kind of thing, mm-hmm. but with different kind of materials. And mm-hmm. I think that in itself is super creative. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I have a lot of respect for people who can do well with makeup. So wow. I, I think that's that's awesome for sure. Yeah. 
Well, at least you know what contouring is. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a start there, Aurora. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably know more about uh, makeup and makeup sales than than more more most men should. But mm -hmm. uh, just having recently retired from part of that industry, so um, it's it's interesting. I noticed you've got the Sephora squad on your shirt there. Uh, yeah. Are they uh, are they somebody that, that sponsors you or? So I'm actually a part of the Sephora squad. Um, this okay. is the this is this is the third year. So um, okay. Sephora squad is pretty much a year long partnership with Sephora okay. um, and all of the brands that they uh, carry. So every so often they'll you, you well you'll get a calendar of how many campaigns you have throughout the year. So yeah, it's just a pretty much a yearly partnership, and it's it's the third year that it's happening right now. I was on the, on the support squad my second year. And then this year I became a launch partner. So okay. it's a, it, it's a really cool experience. Highly recommend uh, those who are in the beauty industry um, to try out whoever resides in uh, the U S or Canada, it's available to them only, but um, yeah, it's a really, really uh, amazing experience just to get your foot started um, or foot in the door or, and start to this type of career. So it was, it's, yeah. So, so with, with the Sephora squad, mm -hmm. would you be involved in helping them create like their yeah. uh, fall looks and things like that? So they pretty much, um, yeah. So they, they'll assign you to a campaign. So for example, they'll reach out and let me know that I have a campaign with Fenty beauty and say, okay. you're, you are responsible for creating this type of deliverable, whether it's a video, picture, stories, TikTok, YouTube, anything, you'll get assigned a deliverable and you need to create that using the specific products that they send you. And then you, you have to get it, you have to get a concept approved. Then only when it's approved, you create the content. Once it's content is approved, you can post it. And okay. so that's what happens throughout the year for different brands, different categories and things like that. That's, that's really cool because it allows you to sort of, uh, not only be creative and that you're creating content, but you're yeah. you're helping to create a look and using yeah. um, those parameters of, okay, mm -hmm. here are the products we want you to use, create a look. Yeah. Um, and I, I love it. Actually, I, I just want to compliment you right now. First off, I mean, your, your makeup is as come, just coming out of the industry. Your makeup is on point. Like you're, I've no I've really noticed in the last two years with COVID, everybody wearing masks, you really notice uh, the people that are able to put on their eye makeup and do it well. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And what really impresses me is the uh, the different um, approaches that people will take. Like some people will go for a more subtle look. Yeah. Um, and, and as as uh, Aurora alluded to, you know, the contouring and the different types of techniques, mm -hmm. um, it's just it's something like I, I can't even draw like I can't do like stick <laughs> figures are sort of my thing. So to yeah. think about creating this. Uh, transition of a, of a shadow from a light to dark and then into a into another light on the other end or when you're yeah. blending colors together to me it's all art and it's mm -hmm. just amazing to see somebody that's got that skill set so yeah um, absolutely you're you're doing some great work I tried to find your Instagram account while I was working here but Instagram got got uh, a little grouchy on me we'll say so I stopped trying to look so I could pay attention but um, no definitely I can actually pull that up if, if you need I, I've got all that stuff yeah uh, that'd be great on on hand here and, so and we'll make sure we link it in the video for the for the viewers as well I think we Thank just you. lost we lost Aurora's camera yeah she's still there we just lost yeah her. sorry that might be because I tried to 
find the notes. You're just trying too here. hard. Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, to Mark's point there, um, the fact that you are so uh, so good at doing makeup and so on, you do tutorials, and um, I have a big question for that. I teach photography, and I've done these uh, videos I call DigiNose, where it's like short little tips and tutorials. And I've made a whole bunch of them, and I've not posted them because every time I do something, I question myself, am I a good enough authority? Am I the person that people should listen to? Mm -hmm. You know, do I have faith in my own knowledge enough to be making these videos for other people? Mm -hmm. Is that a, is that an issue you've had? Or are mm -hmm. you just that confident that you can just put stuff out there? And, you know, I'm sure that sometimes you get some blowback. We had a guest on once that we had crazy blowback because of, um, and sometimes things are taken the wrong way or people go on a mission to make yeah. somebody look bad in the world. Um, how do you deal with those things? Because I know for myself, I've, yeah. I've not done those videos and posted those to avoid mm -hmm. dealing with any of that kind of crit criticism. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. I, I experienced a lot of that. I, when I first started, I was so nervous. I was like, I don't think my makeup skills are good enough. Even though I had like every single person in my circle telling me otherwise, I was, I'm, uh, I'm like my biggest critic. I'm also a perfectionist. So that combination is not good. Um, <laughs> so I always like, until this day, I will post my content and I still pick at it and say, oh, I could have done this differently. But mm -hmm. I think for me, it's, Seeing that there was so many people that resonated with my content and seeing how much they enjoyed something about my content is what kept me motivated. Like, okay, there is something there. There's something really good about it. Let me just keep posting. Um, so that's kind of what motivated me to continue. Obviously, through this entire process, the three years, my confidence has gotten... Like, I've always been a confident person, but the experiences that I've experienced in the last three years um, have just kind of validated, like the skill that I already have and how I have felt about my content and things like that. So yeah, it's definitely something that I've experienced and there is a lot of negativity on social media. Like people still say things, message things and whatnot. But I think for me, and I guess the advice that I would give to people is don't focus on the people that are saying negative things, focus, even if it's just one person that's telling you something good about your content, that's all that matters. It's, it, don't, it matters that you're changing at least one person's life. So I guess that's what, that, yeah, that's kind of what was motivating me the last three years and why I'm kind of here today. Well, good. I'm glad you kept at it because yeah. you end up with uh, 77 followers if you don't. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, no, that's great advice just to, you know, sort of ignore the haters. Um, and we were actually talking about it, um, just Brian and I were talking about it uh, earlier, mm -hmm. is that when when you create content or, or you do something mm -hmm. there's always going to be a hundred people that come in the back end and say oh you could have done it this way or this would have yeah. given a better result and things mm -hmm. like that so um it's it's good to be you and to do things yeah. the way that you want to do mm -hmm. and then uh, you know absolutely I, I don't know how, how do you deal with the negativity do you just ignore it or do you do you ever address mm -hmm. any of it so I actually, and the thing is, I don't know, I'm not someone that pays too much attention to negativity. Like, I, I want to say that I actually don't get as much negativity as somebody in my position with the amount of followers I have gets. But at the same time, 
I also think that I think that because I also don't go looking for the negativity. Okay. Um, I do good. my best to respond to the comments that come under my post, but I don't get through all of them. Um, I don't check my DMs as much as I do, even though I would love to check my DMs all the time and respond to everyone that's messaging me. But I feel like because I've been avoiding doing it, just because in the past I have seen negative DMs and negative comments, yeah. I'm not seeing it and therefore it's not affecting me. So I like, and my email is attached to my uh, Instagram. So if someone really desperately needs to reach me, my email is there and I always go through my email. So I think maybe that's why I don't pay attention as much to the next negativity. I'm not saying I don't see it. I do yeah. occasionally see negative comments and negative things being said about me, my work, even my partner and things like that. But I've always been a confident person and something someone has said to me has never affected me and made me want to change as a person or things like that. Um, and like I said, I think I'm one of those people that when I post something, as long as I like it, that's all that matters. Like I'm, I'm also one of those people that asks my partner, Hey, like, do you think I should post this picture or this picture? He'll say the other picture, but I'll post the other picture. Yeah. So it's just another person's opinion really doesn't matter to me. And I love that. <laughs> and I know that and that does take work it's not as easy as what I'm saying it is like I can't go yeah. to someone and be like hey just don't care about what other people are saying because if you are this if you are someone that lacks confidence and needs validation from other people then you are going to be affected by negativity but yeah. I think it's just social media is not for everybody and if you're somebody that really cares about what other people say and get down on yourself then I don't know if social media is for you and being an influencer is for you because it so it's a very toxic place if you let it get to you. So, yeah. yeah. Good advice. Yeah. That's great advice. Great advice. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it definitely is. And it kind of alludes to the same, like, um, I don't see you guys on the screen here, but uh, oh. it kind of alludes to the same thing that um, you were saying earlier, uh, Vanessa, about, um, uh, like, uh, you want to be able to... Uh, Part of making your content is uh, showing people to be comfortable in their own mm -hmm. skin and uh, that they're beautiful the way that they are. Um, and I think that's just a super inspiring message along with, you know, uh, this message is try not to let it, uh, you know, the negativity to get to you um, mm -hmm. because it, it really only matters what you think. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I think that you just have some really great, uh, great messages in uh, your content and, uh I mean, just as a person too. So that's, that's really amazing. But it's like you say too, it's easier said than done. I mean, yeah. in 2017, yeah. <laughs> I coined the hashtag I shoot for me for mm -hmm. the exact reason you're talking about, mm -hmm. because when I'm making images, I'm, I'm doing it because I enjoy it. Yeah. And I have to remind myself that, which is yeah. where the hashtag comes from. It's not trying to yeah. say, you know, you don't matter. It's just trying to say, look, I, I'm doing this for me. Yeah. And, uh, I appreciate that's exactly why you're doing it. Yeah, for sure. I, I've got the uh, your screen shared there, Aurora, if you want to. Yeah, yeah. So we've got, like, I mean, she has an amazing profile here on Instagram. Like, this is her content. Um, that's her username, Mark, uh, by the way. Uh, okay. And anybody yeah. else who's watching, Tanuska S. Tanuska dot S. And, um, yeah, I've got some awesome, like, fashion and and beauty content oh look at the christmas tree going there these are really well composed perfectly lit 
beautiful, bright images. Um, are you a photographer? Do you make these images? Like, did you get the lighting or do you, are you going on shoots and getting these photos? So, no, this is all content I've taken um, or my partner has helped me take. Um, honestly, it's, it's he, like I said, he's a videographer, so he has some pretty high quality equipment that he lets me play with. So <laughs> I'm very, 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 very fortunate and lucky to have him help me out. So I would not know anything with how to take pictures and stuff like that without his help. So anytime he learns something new, he's teaching me and then I'm kind of applying it to my content. Well, that's awesome. You guys make a good team. Thank you. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. It's good to see. This was the Henry's video, actually. Oh. That Aurora was at. My boyfriend actually shot this, shot and edited this video. Oh, right on. Yeah. Yeah, so, you can ch check it out on her on her page. I I don't know if I can. Let's see if I can bring this back to the beginning here. Let's bring it back to the beginning. We can overlay it in. I didn't see my photo. <laughs> oh wait, that's it right there behind you, on the wall. My oh my god, is that your picture? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm almost a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> so I assume there's sound to this. Yeah, there is, yes. Okay, so I'll make sure the sound plays when we play it when we overlay it. Mm-hmm. Well, Rory, your star looks great. Is she still here? I don't see her actually. She's been having troubles with her computer, so I wonder if I, uh, I think possibly because she's playing the video, it's yeah, maybe. Am I frozen, or oh. you just can't hear me? I can hear you. <laughs> now. We can hear you now. You can hear me now. This is great. So, how did this happen? What What was the point of the the video? Like how they brought you in to just talk about the, the store? Yeah. And... So we actually, um, his name is Gudgeon. He actually uh, Gudgeon, reached right, out. Yeah, yeah Gudgeon. Um, he reached out to me and asked to just do this campaign for Henry's and kind of pick out the equipment that I use to shoot my content and just kind of talk about it to educate like my audience um, about what equipment I use to shoot my content and things like that. So that was pretty much the whole message of the video. Um, and surprisingly like instagram nowadays like um ads don't really necessarily do the best on instagram in terms of engagement for me and i know a lot of other creators i'm not sure what the issue is with instagram nowadays but this video surprisingly a lot of people loved because i think one of the main questions i get is what equipment i use to shoot my content because people obviously notice like the quality and the lighting and things like that and how it looks good so um, it was this, it was very beneficial to have this video um, on my page. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously yeah. we're all gearheads, so yeah. I'm, I'm, when I can listen to that back with sound, that'll be better. <laughs> yeah, I'll, just, I'll just go find it after the show and, and yeah. watch it again. But yeah, the, obviously the creation now that was your partner helped you uh, to do that video. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, obviously uh, professionally done and mm -hmm. very great content. And looking through your Instagram feed there. Uh, just some great quality photos and of course the makeup looks and of course the fashion looks 
uh, everything's just amazing. So I can see how you've got people sort of uh, flocking to what what your content is. So that's awesome, uh, especially if uh, if I'm a, a a young person just wanting to get started. I, I'm looking at it thinking there's there's inspiration there. If you're a, somebody that wants to be either a, a makeup artist or a content creator or possibly a, a model, uh, mm -hmm. even a photographer, there's a lot of inspiration there. I follow a lot of a lot of models, a lot of photographers on social media mm -hmm. um, just for that because I enjoy looking at the the quality of the of the work that they do. So sure. yeah, kudos to you and your partner. Thank that's you. great. And that's something I've never been very good at getting that nice bright white pop to the to the quality that's really cool yeah. um mark you mentioned inspiration um you say you have industry friends mm -hmm. are there any industry people that you have uh, learned from or uh that you watch and don't know or maybe do know but are inspired by mm -hmm. um so i mean i don't know if you guys follow desi perkins have you guys heard of desi perkins no no so she's actually like my role model inspiration. She's huge on Instagram and YouTube. Like she's one of the original YouTube creators um, that was, is in, in this industry. She's US based, I think in California, but yeah, just like the way her content looks and how she creates her content. I, I, I drew a lot of inspiration from her uh, videos. It's her videos are always different and not the usual videos you see other creators create. And I find that a lot of times, like when in our industry, people's videos and content looks very similar and the same, but she's always somebody that you can kind of pick out her work. And so I think that's what inspired me to always try to create content that looked different from other people's. Um, just because I do find that brands, when they want to work with you, they look for authenticity and something different um so that's what i really enjoyed about or continue to enjoy about her content and her work well she's a good choice she did win the people's choice award for favorite beauty influencer I've yeah learned. yeah so that that's that says a lot right there mm -hmm. yeah. yeah very cool yes and i have one last question mm -hmm. um i kind of touched on the whole mental health thing earlier Mm -hmm. um, but do you have something that you do uh, as like a Zen thing? I know for my mm -hmm. wife and I, right in the thick of the crazy, we'll go get in the car, just take off for a few hours and just decompress. Is mm -hmm. there something that you guys do uh, to, to Zen out a little bit and de-stress yourselves? Um, I think something that has really helped me, I wouldn't say, I, I mean, this doesn't really take much time because it's just five minutes, but I, I write in my gratitude journal um in the morning and at night and i personally have found that it like does help me mentally just kind of prepare for my day and also reflect on my day so um and it's something that i would really recommend uh people do because it really does positively impact your life and i think for me um because this year especially i struggled so much with time management and just finishing something that i've got started it it really helped me kind of reflect and be proud of like the little things that I did accomplish because that's something that I would always be down about and kind of be hard on myself about. If I didn't check everything off of my checklist for the day, then I would be really upset with myself and feel like I failed the day. But this writing in a journal really helps you understand that even just getting one thing off your list is something to be super proud of. And if you don't, then you just have to work harder the next day. So um, that's something that really has helped me. And I do find like I'm not 
perfect at it. Like there are certain days and weeks that I don't write in it. And I do notice a difference in myself mentally um, when I do write in it versus when I don't. So it's something that I, I definitely will be continuing to do for the rest of my life because it, it is very, very beneficial. But, yeah. That's great. That's really cool. That's awesome. Um, Aurora, that kind of segues into the challenge. Yeah, um, I I, it's a perfect segue into the challenge. Um, mm -hmm. I I do have one last question because um, for those of you who have been listening to our podcast for a while, uh, we do send out like a like a set of questions to our guests so we can kind of prepare uh, for the. Um, the interview. Um, and one of the questions, um, uh, one of your answers to the questions was you didn't like your nine to five job. And that's kind of how you got into content creation. I'm just super curious, what was your nine to five job before you so did I was, this? I was an administrative assistant um, at a, I want to say a telecommunications uh, company. It was not, so I actually went to school for kinesiology. Uh, and I minored in psychology, so mm -hmm. I didn't know what I wanted to do after school. And I, I just this job just kind of landed right in front of me. I it was through a referral, so I just took it because I financially wasn't doing well, and I just needed to make some sort of money that I could spend on weekends. Um, so I actually stayed in that job a lot longer than I should have. I was there for two and a half years, and. It just wasn't, I, I started noticing a lot of things that I was not liking in management and um, just how people were treated. And for me, the idea of working for somebody, I just, it just wasn't it for me. I just didn't see myself. And I always knew something in me, like I was always meant to be an entrepreneur of some sort. Um, so just there was a specific situation that happened at that job. Like we saw somebody at that job get fired and, um, and just, I wasn't, I did not appreciate the entire whole situation that happened. And I just didn't see myself being one of those people. Like I didn't see myself ever working for somebody with no guarantee that I'm going to be working for, you know, having that job for the rest of my life. So I, I quit that job just suddenly. I just was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to write my resignation letter and just go give it without thinking. I did it. And I'm like, you know what? I'll take a month break and then look for another job. But within that month break is when I dropped my first makeup tutorial and it blew up and then I stuck to it. And now I'm here. So. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> well, good, good for you. That's awesome for you to, to follow that dream. Thank you. Um, and uh, just keep at it. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll follow you on Instagram earlier. But I love seeing yeah. fresh and and I love content like yours. So, you. um, it, which sounds funny. Look, I mean, people are like the guy looks like Grizzly Adams who lives in Thunder Bay. But no, as as a photographer, but you're a photographer. A portrait. It's, it's photographer. what I like. Yeah. I'm a, I do portraiture as well. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm hoping now with my schedule opening up that I will be able to have time to get back into that. So mm -hmm, for uh, sure. some time, some time for me as well. So that's yeah. going to be good. And, and with my family. So yeah. yeah, I'll definitely give you a follow and uh, yes. use you as an inspiration. Thank you. You're so sweet. Thank you so much. I'm getting a complete Jerry Maguire vibe of that person getting fired. And you'd be like, I'm going with you. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, 
I mean, you have a really inspiring story and um, you have really amazing messages that you want to uh, put across with your content. And I just, mm -hmm. that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on. And uh, I think this has been an awesome episode. So uh, thank you again for being on. Uh, Brian or Mark, do you have any last questions for Thanisco before we get into our last three? Mark? No, I think I'm good. Thank you. Last one I have is how much content do you create? How often are you creating something new? Is it daily, weekly? Daily. Um, every day definitely. Uh, like I mentioned like I was taking a little bit of a mental break which I needed which I think everyone should take but um, yeah I do create content daily um, just because I do feel like if you want to succeed on Instagram with the way it's going right now you definitely need to be consistent consistency is key when you're, you're an influencer um, and I just like to create things that are different like I don't like posting the same thing in one week or whatever and I've noticed that I, I do well or I do better and my algorithm and engagement and things are, are better when I'm consistent and posting different things every single day so I do shoot every day however I, I'm not going to say I recommend that I do think there are more strategic ways of working so I'm trying to build this habit of working for just or shooting for just three days and then using the other two days to either rest or edit because um, I do feel like mentally that will be a lot better. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm kind of slowly uh, getting in that. So, yeah. Well, good and luck with that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. That means you're you're doing multiple things each day rather than one thing a day. And, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's a good way to go. I mean, yeah. when we started the podcast, we had to make sure that we had at least four episodes in the hopper, so to speak, before mm -hmm. we put our first one out. Right. And it was a good thing because as time has gone on, now we're going you know, pretty close to – <laughs> when we release them like this will yeah. be released next week type of thing right so yeah for um, sure. you got to build up that content to have and to be able to pre-record a bunch of stuff and release it mm -hmm. when you're can relax a little bit that's yeah. that that really goes a long way for your mental health for, for sure definitely, definitely. Awesome. Right. i have i have one last question before we get into our uh, last three what? um i know that you have a youtube channel um and you have your instagram channel mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. but i've seen a lot on your reels of like um you were saying like in the fashion kind of stuff i've seen those like um the the transition videos where you change it to a different outfit with like the camera angle and the placing or like the mm -hmm. snapping um there was one i saw of you and nadine together and you guys were like changing outfits in mm -hmm. like a cool kind of transition yeah. um and uh, i think that content is really awesome i've seen a lot of that kind of style of content on tiktok yep. do you have a tiktok channel yeah i do actually have a tiktok it's in the same username as my instagram it's just i'm not as focused on tiktok uh lately i've really only been posting like my brand campaigns and things like that which i would not recommend i think you need a balance of both it's just Instagram is where I started and that's where my focus has been. Um, and that's also where I'm obviously making more of my money. So that's why I focus on it more. I know TikTok obviously doesn't have their creators fund for Canada yet. And not that partnerships can't come through TikTok. It's just not, I have not focused on it. I definitely do want to be focusing on it just as much as I am Instagram. But already, already working with one app is a lot of, you know, it takes a lot of your time and energy. So the thing with TikTok is I feel like you can be a little bit more free and creative and not so like perfect. I feel like Instagram has this like your content, your feed and everything needs to look proper. Whereas TikTok is you can post whatever you want. It's whatever. Um, so I, but I definitely want to, I want to start 
um, posting more often on TikTok. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Good to know. Yeah, just out of curiosity, because I yeah. saw those those trends, and I've seen those trends on TikTok specifically, yeah. so I was yeah. curious. Awesome. Um, so uh, thank you again so much. Uh, amazing no message. Amazing, uh, amazing conversation we're having. Um, so uh, at the end of each podcast, we go into the last kind of three qu uh, questions. Mm -hmm. um, you just lost my camera, but not my <laughs> mic. Uh, I don't know why a, this keeps happening. Is it um, USB or something? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It it's like the button turns off randomly on, on the program. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think it's the camera. I think it's no, my I'm computer joking. doing something weird. It's anyway. Never Nikon. Nikon's awesome. <laughs> never Nikon. Oh, I got one helmet duct tape over. Um yeah. <laughs> uh anyway, uh so we have these last three questions that we ask every one of our uh guests on the episode. You know one of them already. So um the first one, um mm -hmm. What would you challenge our viewers to um, uh, to try out uh, this week? Uh, each one of our guests, we, we ask this question to ch challenge our viewers, challenge our listeners to try something different. Um, what is your challenge? So just because I, I think I already mentioned it in this uh, podcast, but just because it's been helping me, I think I would challenge um, your audience to have maybe just start with the, the seven days this week have a gratitude journal uh start off by writing something that you're great or three things that you're grateful for um in the morning when you wake up um three things that you want to accomplish and a daily affirmation like those are the three things that i write in the morning and then when I, at nighttime um you know you can write down what did you accomplish and what you're proud of and um how you can improve the next day like it has such a positive impact on your life. And I feel like if you do it for seven days, just this week, you'll see, you'll see something different. You'll feel different. And so I think I would say, yeah, challenge yourself to do that this week. That's amazing. Cause I think that uh, we all take our own selves for granted sometimes mm -hmm. and yep. what we can accomplish and what we do. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I think this is a really great idea. I will yeah. probably be taking this challenge as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely do it. Um, okay. Uh, into the next one. Um, uh, these two questions you don't actually know. So, uh, unless you've watched our podcast before, because if you watched you the have. whole episodes, you would know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, what's your jam? What is a song that you always listen to? It always puts you in a good mood, it gets you pumped up and excited. Mm -hmm. What is your jam? Oh my God, that's funny you ask me that. Um, <laughs> this is a, an old song, but Lose Yourself by Eminem. Um, oh, yeah. I don't Good know too. what it is, but every single time I listen to that song, especially in a car ride, I just start crying. Like I just start bawling my eyes out. I don't know what it is about that song that just makes me feel very motivated um, just to succeed. Like that's what obviously what the song is also about. But um, yeah, that gets you amped. Not, it's not a song that I, yeah. It's not a song that I listen to every day. And uh, I don't know if I mentioned this in one of like the questions that you sent earlier, but uh, I listen to music every day. Like I have an obsession for music. It's something that I love doing, um, but it's not a song that I listen to all the time. But every time I hear it, I it really hits me and I listen to it. So, yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and then uh, our last question is, what is your tool of the trade? What is something that you use? It, it can be physical or, you know, uh, not physical. 
um, mm -hmm. that you use every day. Um, it's your go-to thing um, to help you do what you do on a daily basis. Um, and in this case, I guess, is create digital content, be a digital creator. Um, honestly, I don't know if this is a good or bad answer, but it's like my iPhone. <laughs> um, I obviously I'm a social media content creator, so I can't really be a social media content creator without my phone. Um, just because everything, my job is on Instagram pretty much and YouTube and TikTok. So, um, and it's also something that I use to create uh, more than half, I want to say, of my content. And I think this is something else that I would give as advice to people who are just tr trying to start what I'm doing. It's you don't need the most high tech equipment to do what I'm doing. Um, a lot of times I actually opt for my iPhone. Um, and I find that a lot of times my content that I shoot on my iPhone, whether it's a picture or videos, tend to do a lot better than videos that I take on my DSLR. Um, and I do feel that it's because sometimes your audience tends to relate to you more when you're shooting from your phone and it seems more authentic and just more real. Um, so definitely an iPhone, an iPhone or phone, whatever you're using, I think an iPhone is better. So um, yeah. And it allows me, it allows me to... <laughs> uh, and the allows... debate begins. <laughs> I'm not going to, I've had other, no. I've had uh, Android devices before, but I personally just enjoy an iPhone. I'm jealous of the iPhone actually, because uh, in our group chats, and Aurora knows about this, in our group chats, um, anytime somebody texts you something, mm -hmm. well, in Facebook or whatever, you can like, and you can, you know, put a little heart emoji or whatever. But on my texting with an Android, you can't like things. And yeah. so, of course, I'll reply back. Some, I'll make a comment in our group chat and somebody will like it. And I'll be like, I wish I could like the comment. And everybody will like it and laugh at it and then <laughs> emphasize it. And then, you know, like, what are you guys just rubbing it in now? You have all these ways of reacting to my texts and I have nothing. <laughs> but that's, that's why I want oh. an iPhone. <laughs> well, I'll, be, I'll be in your boat soon, Brian, not to worry. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, I right. think that um, I think that the iPhone's a great tool. I use an iPhone. I've had Android devices before, um, and it makes sense as a digital creator because, like, um, I'm not sure we touched on this a whole lot, but you have to look at like statistics. You have to see how your posts are doing, um, and always be connected to mm -hmm. that. Well, maybe not always, but yeah. almost always be connected to that. To uh, know what kind of content does well and what doesn't do well and reply to your emails and, and all that stuff. So the iPhone is kind of, or a smartphone in general is kind of like the ultimate tool to just Makes keep sense. you yeah. connected. So yeah, that's awesome. Sure. It's, it's a good and a bad thing, obviously, because I feel like nowadays people are always on their phone and there's this whole thing like, Oh my God, people are so attached to their phones and technology and heavily rely on it. But at the same time, I feel like if you can limit yourself and control yourself and can have a balance of when you're on your phone and off your phone, then a phone is still a great, it's a great tool to have. I can't yeah. imagine going through the whole COVID world without some sort of phone or internet or any of this kind of technology that we yeah. had today. Um, yeah. Back in 1900, 1918, I mean, that was a real challenge. I mean, what we've <laughs> gone through and having the opportunities that we've had, those are things that we should write in our journal about, you know, <laughs> the gratitude journal about how we've had these tools to, at our disposal. So yeah. for sure, that's a great choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
I also really like what you said about uh, the content being relatable that are coming out mm -hmm. of the iPhone specifically, because um, I actually had uh, this kind of conversation uh, with one of our guests that's actually on the show that's airing tonight, Gregor mm -hmm. Reynolds. Uh, he's a TikTok creator and he mm -hmm. shoots with both the DSLR and his phone and mm -hmm. he chooses he picks and chooses which pieces of content use what uh, based mm -hmm. on that. And one of the things that he's also said was um, he does still shoot on the phone, even though he has a camera and he can do the setup and it doesn't take that long uh, because he wants to be relatable to his right. audience and he wants to catch those, those kind of views as well. So I, I think that is like, I mean, the other three of us on this uh, podcast, our photographers, our videographers, have um, had video experience and stuff as well. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there was a time where photographers and videographers thought this tool, the specific phone was an enemy <laughs> uh, to us. And I think we should be utilizing it as its, its own tool, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, there is a reason to be using it. So um, yeah, I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so uh, again, I want to say thank you so much, Tanesca, for being on. I, I really, really uh, enjoy your message. I love your content. It, it's been a pleasure meeting you and having this conversation with you. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know you, where can they follow you? Um, Instagram. Uh, that's where I most I spend most of my time and post most of my content. So definitely Instagram. Okay. Perfect. And it's thenesca.s yep. uh, on Instagram. Okay. Yep. Awesome. And uh, for uh, those of you who are listening to the podcast, um, please, uh, if you like our content, um, like our videos on YouTube, or you're listening to this on Spotify. Or even if you like just like Dixie. If you like Dixie. <laughs> yeah, the if you like oh, Dixie, yeah. then you should definitely <laughs> do all these things. And now she's attacking me. So should... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, if you like uh, our content, um, please uh, give us a like, share it with uh, people who think uh, you think would like it as well. Um, follow us on Spotify, subscribe to our channel and all that. Um, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Have a Take great care. night, everybody. Thanks, Danica. Take care. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, 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 oh,